Well, hello, everybody. This is Gerard and Carol from Living Marriages Ministries, where two hearts are beating as one. Hey, we have a special guest today, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the blended families. So, uh, but before we tell you who they are, listen about them. They have been married for 20 years and have three children and four grandchildren. She has worked in ministry since she was a teen. Her passion is teaching. She began teaching Sunday school at the age of 15 and worked her way to teach adult Sunday school and Bible class through the years. She attended Living Word Outreach Christian College and School of Ministry and received an associate's in Christian counseling. She then began lay counseling youth and premarital couples. She is the praise, she was the praise dance leader and assistant praise and worship leader at Living Word, where she was ordained as an evangelist. After being ordained, she gave the message in the form of song, dance, and skits. Her husband started working in ministry 20 years ago. He started off as building maintenance for the church then became the leader of the Living Word drill team. He also was a Sunday school teacher of young adults and adult men classes. He attended Living Word Outreach Christian College and School of Ministry and received an associate in biblical studies. Excuse me. After he was ordained as a minister, he began to teach Bible class and gave the message on full Sunday rotation. His passion is to teach, help young people find good jobs, and find their way to Christ. As a family, they periodically go to the city and love to feed the homeless and supply them with items that are donated to them by family, friends, and coworkers, and many others who have a heart for those less fortunate. Ladies and gentlemen, Raphael and Tina. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, this Thank is good. You. Hello. Yeah, we, um, I think this is going to be good. Uh, the topic is about blended families, and we know you guys have a uh, blended family there. And uh, hey, so we have some wonderful questions. <laughs> We're not going to surprise you too bad. But uh, uh, now, for those of you that are out there, uh, and you're going to be, you're watching, you you will be watching this. Uh, we want you to make sure you send some notes in. Let us know that uh, you are part of a blended family. And uh, let us know some of your hard times and things that you've gone through. And good times. And your good times, of course. And uh, then from there, uh, we might even try to get back to some of those questions that you have at a later date. But right now, we're going to get ready to get started. Uh, these two guys are great. Uh, we've been working with them. Uh, they've taught on some of our marriage classes, which has been awesome. Yes. Uh, folks love them. So I think this is a good time to just talk. So uh, we're still do dealing with the social distancing. So uh, they're at home, we're at home, uh, sitting back, relaxing, but here we go. Okay, so tell us about how your family was blended. You referring to the children? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I was previously married and had two children um, from my first marriage. And um, my husband, Raphael, he didn't have any children. Um, so nine years later, we decided to have another. So that's our three children. Um, 
but uh, when they were like, they were six and seven when we got married, and I believe eight and nine when he adopted them. A year later, um, he adopted them. Um, they call him dad. He is dad. Sometimes they forget. They make comments about they're not my blood and forget. <laughs> yeah, <I'm not laughs> um, but, um, but you know that you raised them. There, he's dad. Grandkids are grandkids. There is there's no division there. So I think our family blended well. We did have issues, you know, throughout the the marriage and all, but overall. Um, it blended well. I, I did, you, did you uh, include the uh, children in your courtship? Yes. They, they actually had a part in the wedding, and I actually gave vows to them that I would be their father, and I accept them just like I do their mother. Yeah, yeah that's nice. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you balance the marriage with the children? Like, you know, um, your children from your first marriage, how did, you, how did you all balance that with the child that you had together? There really wasn't, to me, it was nothing to balance. It seemed like, because even like, they don't look at her as half sister. They don't, it's, it's, it's everybody's all or nothing. I mean, it's just to, I think we've done well when it comes to getting, getting us to, to where it's not, it's not about the blood that makes somebody family. And our children did a very good job embracing that and accepting that. And even like with my with my mother, my sisters, their children, they love their cousins and their aunts and their grandmother just like they do those on my wife's side. It's not, it's not, there is no. Yeah. There is no step anything. We never use that term step. Well, that was my next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, they waited when we were dating. They waited until the day of marriage to call him dad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Excited to the point my son got in trouble in Sunday school, and the teacher came and told me, and she said, I was going to tell him, I'm going to tell your mom because you're misbehaving. He said, you could tell my dad. <laughs> <laughs> he was excited to, to, tell, say, my to tell my dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have any questions? I will. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't want like to take over. So, how did you do? How did you do as far as uh, parenting styles? Were your parenting styles really, really different? Um. The parenting style was we had to we had to talk about it because like me, my children were for the first what five, six years or whatever, I'm the only one who disciplined them and all like that. And so when we got married and it was time for him to do the disciplining, it was hard for me, honestly. You know, I would know. You know, it's time, you know, your turn, kind of. And, but when he would try to, I was like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> I was really protective of my kids, you know. Um, I would like say, you know, if it's a spanking, like give a number. 
I was really, really protective. And I, I think for me with that aspect, because I was young and I felt like I had something to prove, I think I was a little overbearing and too strict because I wanted to prove naysayers wrong and I wanted to raise perfect children. So I thought by, by being the disciplinarian and being tough and, you know, and then, you know, pressure from other people at our ministry, not, not directly, but I put pressure on myself. I think that was, you know, I think I, I think I might've been a little too strict, a little too much. So did you all have that? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I needed the I needed the help because I felt that at that time, you know, being I was divorced, so I was a single mom, and my son he was a hyper child, and I needed help. I didn't want to kill the kid. <laughs> um, you know, I really appreciated him stepping in at that time because I felt that I needed a, a man in his life. So did you all have family meetings? When they got a little older, yeah, we had a few yeah. of those. Yeah, definitely had those. So how did you do uh, holidays uh, with your children, uh, Tina? Um, was, or like, was that an issue? Yeah, you know, splitting them with the holidays. Well, yeah, that became an issue. Um, no, I, I think she, you mean with their biological? Yes. Yeah. No, he oh, was, no. he was, no. He was locked up. Oh, okay. I wouldn't take, take him to the county on Christmas. It wouldn't happen. <laughs> Not in this lifetime. No problem whatsoever. I think a part of that also, because her first husband was adopted himself, I don't think his family ever really drew to the children. Because they never, to my knowledge, they never reached out to us to, to see them. So I don't even know that they even did it bother them that she had moved on. Yeah, they weren't. Um, my ex's parent, he was adopted, so he really wasn't. Um, there was issues in that. So the whole connection of his now his new family, it really didn't gel. Okay. 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 So the tradition that you had with your children before you got married, how did you all blend your traditions and his? So that's when all the trouble started. <laughs> that's when the war started. <laughs> so I grew up where on Christmas it was just me and my sisters, just two of us, my parents, grandparents. Then we had children. Well, with my husband and her husband. His family, how did y'all grow up? It was, we have a very, very small family. Like the whole people having aunts and uncles. I don't know any aunts. I know none of my uncles. It was my mother, my stepfather. That was it. And literally that was it. We didn't go to nobody's house. So that whole having like cousins and aunts and grandparents, I knew none of that because my mother came here from somewhere and my father came from the country so I it, it was tough because like there was like there was a Thanksgiving when we were dating I literally spent Thanksgiving by myself my mother went to my sister's house and I wouldn't play football with a bunch of my friends and she brought me a plate she brought me a plate of Thanksgiving football and I was fine with it it didn't bother me it was like 
I, we were together all the time. My family ate dinner together all the time, so it was like no big deal not to be together on a holiday. So getting into their family. It was traditional. It was. It, the dinner, it, the it China was cabinet dishes. <laughs> it was long. <laughs> so it, it, I guess when we got married, his family appreciated it to the point of they started doing it. And I'm like, it's only one day. So that's when it started. We had to split our day. Holidays on the road. <laughs> we spent the holidays on the road. And that kind of was uh, stressful for our relationship. Big time. Big time. You know, um, I got to like, the point where I, it was like, I was like getting like knots in my stomach. Holidays kind of it was like, here we go. <laughs> because we had a special, you couldn't go, you couldn't be late. And you couldn't leave earlier than you expected. And then you definitely you still had to get to the next person's house. And you couldn't be in one house longer than the other ones. I mean, <laughs> you expecting us. So we were literally in the middle of a war. It was bad. It was bad. Like, I love you and I love you too. We love you, but we love you too. <laughs> so we, and, but we were never always in trouble. Right. And it was like, we, we even bought our first house. And it was like, our house was, it was bigger than pretty much everybody else in the family's house other than her mom. So it was like, we thought we'd bring the whole family together, both sides. Right. We did that that first Thanksgiving. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> because when I say our families are 100% exact opposites, opposites, our family is 100%. And I am just like my family. She's just like hers. <laughs> exactly. Wow. They say opposites attract, but that's only in that relationship. In the relationship. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, we, we got stories for days with that. Go ahead. Okay. I, I was on life support. <laughs> and it was about to be a fight. About who's real? And what, who's real? Order as, I was as I was dying in 2000. <laughs> Who was called in what order? And I was literally dying. Now, let me say, I was the one making the calls. Now, he has asthma, and the history has shown I, I am out of my mind at that time. But this is the first one. This, this was the first, the first one. My first bad attack. And the first person I called was my mommy. Right. <laughs> Natural. That's the first thing I did. You know, I'm delirious. I do circles. I'm, I don't know what to do. I was praying in tongues and Before stopped. cell phones. I was, you know, so when I got to the hospital, someone asked me, did you call uh, his mom? I cried. Cause I didn't, I honestly didn't think and didn't do it on purpose. It was an honest mistake, a crisis mistake. I am awful in crisis. Legit. That was the beginning. <laughs> but that was of, a question. Once they got here, someone it. asked that question before we knew if he was dead or alive. And wow. that was important at that moment. I was about to choke some folks. <laughs> Cause that was not important to me at that moment. I wanted to know, was he alive? That, that right. was important yeah. to me. They, they really didn't know. They walked in the room and gave them a plastic bag with my necklace and wallet. That was it. And they sent us out. to that private room, that counseling room? And walked out. So they didn't know. So wow. I, was, I was totally stressed. And that was the beginning of the, we realized it's tough to bring them together because that was, some bad things came from that. Yeah, because when, he, well, he wasn't there, but when I was in there, the atmosphere was, the most important people in the room was not me, although I was the wife. 
and it was things being said and shown that I was not important. And then there were some other lying factors of why I had the asthma attack. People, there were blames of why I was laying there. That was too much to be not knowing if your husband is dead or alive. That was too much. Right. That's, I, I was about to crack. Had that doctor not came in and said I could come back and see him, I was about to crack somebody that day, honestly. Honestly, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not like that. You know, I'm respectful. And honestly, I think our, a, smear, a small part of it has, I think us being a blended family played a part of it. Obviously, you know, you're, as a parent, when you have a child, if, if a mother has a son, your mother doesn't, you know, her, her dream for her son isn't to go out and marry somebody with children already. That's not, you want your son to, to go out and have his own family and establish himself. But I think that played a small part in the, the dynamic, not with so much other families, but I think with my mom, I think that was kind of like a, I think, and my, and my younger sister, I think that was a little bit of a, oh, yeah. I so, think. Yeah. Nobody's ever said that, that's my opinion. Yeah. I, can, I can be wrong. Yeah. Well, they'll probably, when they see this, they'll probably let you know. So. <laughs> they let us, <laughs> Oh, believe me, I, we've had major wars, trust me. <laughs> Not with, not with my mom. My mom, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. She's, she accepts the kids like they're, they're, yeah. they're yeah. like, I just, it just, that, that, that crisis, it just was, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Whenever I have an asthma attack, she calls her first. <laughs> asthma attack. <laughs> it's crazy. Cause I'm like, Julia's like, one, nine, no, nine, no, one. Hey, what's that number? What's the name? What's, but I'm going to get it. I get it. Even Aaliyah, she's like, Mom, let me do it. Because she knows I am not. <laughs> she don't handle price well. I don't. I don't. <laughs> My main thing is get him to help now. Right. Yeah. That's, uh, I don't think about nobody else. That's it. So. That's understandable. Understandable. <laughs> so, as a blended family, uh, once the children start getting older, did you all set any. Um, uh, what word am I looking for? I had it and it just left me. But any uh, rituals that you all did set up for like your traditions? Yeah. We have a lot. Yeah. We have a lot of traditions. A lot. One is coming up actually is uh, the 4th of July. We always we always get a bunch of fireworks and we go in front of the house and, and we shoot fireworks. And the day before the 4th, we go to a big fireworks show as a family. So Not this year. Yeah, they can't. <laughs> Yeah, but we have a Christmas morning. We uh, we pack up the car with food, clothes, and coats, and we go down. Before we open up gifts, we go downtown and we, we feed people and uh, give out coats. So we have a we have we have a bunch of traditions. Like you know, we it's almost like unspoken of like we just we know we're doing it's not even right, like, right. And our son is like, you better stick to tradition. Like it ain't you know ain't no veering from that. So right, right. You know, all so, three of our kids are very traditional. That's good. So if you were to give a family uh, some advice on making that blended family work, what would you tell them? I, me, I would probably say be open to difference, be open to opinions, be open to ideas. Don't, and, 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 ever gonna have a perfect family. That was probably my personal 
mistakes I made in my 20s and 30s. I, I would look at other people's families and I would always think, man, they got, they got perfect, man. Everything's like perfect. Then I talk to them, it's like, it ain't perfect. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's, right, right. there's no such thing as a marriage without arguing. There's no such thing as your kids that really appreciate you. It just does not exist. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I, I, I would tell somebody, just be open to, to just different things and enjoy it. Just enjoy it and, 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 and figure it out. You're going to make mistakes, but figure, you'll figure it out. So yeah. that's be my opinion. That'd be my advice. On my part, um, he didn't really have issues with my side of the family. It was more um, the issues was with me and his side of the family. And the thing I would say is I've always, I always kept respect. I always, no matter how angry or hurt, um, I always were respectful um, if I didn't understand. I knew, now because I, I, I studied personality profiling, I kind of knew different personalities, but everybody's not gonna know what, that part of it. So they didn't recognize mine and they just like, they didn't get me. Um, so just, I just kept the respect knowing their personalities, you know, went along with the things that they enjoyed. Um, and when there were disagreements, I, I just kept respect. I, I never cursed them out. I never, I told you that that hospital issue, that was going to be the day, but it didn't happen. <laughs> so, um, and I think that's what kept me to the point. I know I've never done anything um, harsh to them. I've never done anything out of spite. I've never done anything to hurt them in any way. So that's, that keeps my peace. Right. Um, right. You know, where it is is where it is. Even um, with COVID, I have one of his, sisters will not speak to me, but during COVID, I had some information that I was sharing with people, and I believe I shared it with you too. I, I put her in that text, and I'm like, I don't wish her ill, I don't wish her death, I want her to make it through this too. You know, and I've always kept that respect, no matter what. So I would just say, you know, stay true to who you are, you know, throughout that, and it's, it's not gonna be perfect, like you said. You know, just, just stay true to who you are, and listen and try to make things maybe try to understand personalities that will really help because people think totally different and when you think they're doing something against you and they're just doing something because they think that's the way it's supposed to be and you're thinking this is the way it's supposed to be you end up clashing so maybe just you know try to understand who they are as, as a person and even with that we we, we were we're we ain't perfect we made mistakes also when it came to even dealing with my family it's just it's just that you know um when it comes to being open-minded, just be open-minded because everybody's different. My personality is so different from hers. And I've never really, until we got married, I didn't, I didn't know anything about personality. I was like, you know, I, I was just considered a class clown. I didn't know that there's an outgoing personality label. I didn't know that my family was like me, they're outgoing personalities. And I didn't know that her family were introverts. They're not outgoing. And I didn't know that. So I just, I would tell somebody, if you're gonna blend a family, be open to ideas and different opinions. Yeah, yeah. So with the kids, uh, now I'm just gonna read this. It says that uh, blended families need to schedule at minimum space for these four things. Time to all be together. Time to be with just your kids. Time to be with just their kids talking, you know, Raphael, you with and vice versa, and then time to be alone as a couple. Did you all have to go through that? Is that something that you did where you spent 
that time with each other. And I, I know with the one daughter, that's you all's jointly, but uh, yeah. But Raphael, did you, with the kids, did you spend some quality time with them just by themselves before the last one came in? Actually, yes. And we, uh, what I actually started doing, especially with my daughter, the older one, I, uh, and this was probably before Aliyah was born, I wanted her to know what it was like to be treated right by a man. So I used to take her on dates. Okay. I would do stuff with her. And, and just like, it wasn't, a couple times we planned it, but like we did like some periodical, like just sporadic stuff. Like one time I remember this, it was probably one of my favorite moments where she was probably 12 or 13. And she had been like getting into some trouble or she was bored or something was going on. And it was like a Thursday night. And I said, Asia, let's, uh, let's go to Lifetime. That's our, where we used to have a membership at the gym in Orland Park. Mm -hmm. And she was like, what are we going to do? I said, I'm going to take you rock climbing because they had a kid's rock climbing wall. And it was a Thursday night. And she knew how much I love basketball. So I took her over there, got her harnessed up, and she started climbing. But the basketball court was literally right next to the rock climbing. And she said, Dad, I'm cool. Thank you, thank you. Now go play basketball. And I was like, don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. <laughs> I'm just hearing about this. I never told you about this? Uh, so He didn't tell mom. I was like, because I told Tina, you know, I was going to take a rock, which I did. Yeah. I wasn't planning on playing basketball, but she let me, and we were, I was playing, and I, she, she looked at me and said, you ready to go? She said, yeah. And I literally ran down the court I pulled up from half court. I hit the game winner. She ran on the court, gave me a high five, and we ran out the gym together. Waved everybody, said, bye, you losers. And we ran out. <laughs> never forget that moment. Never forget that. Never forget that. Never forget that. <laughs> yeah, and then my son, we did we did a lot of stuff together, me, just me and him. So he was, like, even like to this day, like this, if I call him right now at 3, 3 o'clock more, say, hey, Marcus, I need you to come over here and run through this door for me real quick. He'll run right through the door. Like, like <laughs> He said he wanted a dad. He, like, was, not he was not playing. He was not playing. Like one time, one, like one time, me and one of my sisters got into it. And I told him, I said, if I die, don't let her in my funeral. He said, I got you, dad. he'll do it. Like he'll, he's, he's legit. So, he, <laughs> so yeah, I spent. <laughs> so yeah, I spent time with both of them. Yeah, because yeah. I think um, I think that's real important on uh, that people understand the dynamics between each other mm -hmm. and understanding each other and then putting in the kids. Now we weren't really a blended family, but she had kids when we got together. And so I did some of the same thing. It was, and kind of followed this a little bit. Uh, but we had the time that I'll spend with them, you know, take them out to whatever sledding or whatever. But then uh, I had those moments where, we did a vacation, we did one with them, and then we had our own vacation separate, you know, just so we can keep that me time. Yeah, they didn't like that at all because they wanted yeah, we did all it. the vacations. <laughs> yeah. So did you We do that too. Yeah. Uh, well, we did that. Our oldest is 18 now. Um, but every year we would go, me and him on our anniversary time, we go out, and then during the summer, we'll take the kids somewhere on vacation. Yeah. We will, we love that. Um, 
Well, they didn't really get mad when we went. That's probably because I lived there. Oh yeah, because yeah, she was by herself at that point. Right, she was the youngest, and everybody was ten years older. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, So so you do recommend that to families following that, spending that time. Honestly, even like honestly, like even like if if I would have had children and brought to this marriage, and she brought hers. I would say that, in, in my opinion, that she would have needed to spend time with my children and vice versa, me spend time with her children. I would think that everybody needs to spend time with everybody, not just with, you don't want to lose your relationship, obviously, because you got it. But at the same right. time, you want, that, you want them to start building relationships because we're about to share a house, we're about to share, you know, address, we're about to have, like, cars. It's like you want them to have a real relationship. And... I would say yes, that is one, you would definitely need to spend time separately with the children and with each other, just to, to so everybody has their own camaraderie, like this, you know, and you get to know them, because, you know, you would want to know your children, even if they are your stepchildren, you still want to know them. Right, right. So how was the teenage years? <laughs> My first set went through. He grew gray hair. 31, started green. <laughs> I look 60, I'm only 42. So. <laughs> and then we had another, we had two sessions of teens and our youngest is 18. So we're, we're not totally out of that yet, but. Um. I'll put it like this. We've had numerous people, literally numerous, said what stuff was going on and they knew about it, especially like our friends at church. They were like, and this was like when it was starting, they said, you guys could have reality TV, follow your family, and I guarantee half America would watch it. Because the stuff that happened, if we told the stories, people would be like, you're lying. There's no way that happened. You're lying. You're making that up. Okay. okay. Can you give, them, can you give them one like, example? <laughs> what, what, what the body slam at the church is one. Yeah. My son body slammed my daughter at the church. On second Sunday, when we had friends and family, when we bring guests for dinner downstairs at church after service, we have things. Argument. Uh, he picked, we're talking about 17, 16 year olds. <laughs> Concrete floor. Boom. And she ain't no punk. She gets up and swings on him, <laughs> his head off. And we're sitting there. You're <laughs> trying to bring 16 and 17 year olds up. Yeah. <laughs> the guests look like church, church we visit. But I, it, it, was, it was like, those are our kids. <laughs> like, our kids. Yeah. Or, or like, you, we, 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 were up, we went to the Dells, and all of a sudden, there's a fight breaks out in the pool. We knew it was ours. <laughs> they were fighting each other? Yeah, and maybe worse. Not to make it worse, but make more attention. We're the only black people there. There's like two white people there. We're the only black people there. Who's in the pool fighting? The two black kids fighting each other. I know people fighting each other. Because I wanted you to give an example because, you know, people be acting like this stuff that it doesn't happen. You know, that oh, yeah. my teenage kids were good. <laughs> Carol, only because I got a, a funny feeling they might actually watch this podcast. <laughs> I have stories totally that you, I will tell you next time we're in marriage at the church. I'll tell you some stories. You're going to say, you're lying. <laughs> you're lying. There's no way. I don't know. One of our kids hit our house. With our car. That they were driving. Without, Why they were returning it? They were stealing it and putting it back, and they hit the house. 
Yeah. Not the bricks over. Broke the brick wall. We had a big brick retainer wall. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the nicer car. It wasn't even the garbage it was the car. Grand Mike <laughs> The one that was parked behind the old car. She we kept the old car in went front. Went through the grass we and when it came back, she hit the house. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. <laughs> so if you were to give uh, somebody like a favorite scripture or, or if there was a scripture that helped you all through uh, this whole time, would you have one? Uh, pray without ceasing. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known that was going to go. Yeah, I should have known. Yeah. And I, and I guess it's important because, uh, you know, we had to do the same. It's, it's you know, like I say, I, our kids were great. Uh, didn't have to beat them too much. Uh, <laughs> he said too much. You know, they were... You know, my daughter, she she would tell on everything if she if it was time for a whooping or something. Yeah, she would tell it everything because she didn't want to get no whooping. She would beg and plead. I mean, she'd be begging so hard that I would have to turn my head so she couldn't see me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but she would like to get whooping. Yeah. But she, Larry would take the blame for stuff well, that she yeah. did. Yeah. He would he would take a whooping for her because you know it was only two of them then, and it was like I I don't understand it now I'm gonna whoop you because you let me whoop her, no you let me whoop him and he didn't do nothing yeah. so now you finna get another one, <laughs> so it's just crazy stuff like that, and it's like he would discipline Larry but he had a little soft heart for Shonda, he only got her uh, that I remember one time. And it was bad. Because <laughs> 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 she had scared us half to death. She like, she was with this guy that somebody had introduced her to at, at the church, his, at his dad's church. And they were supposed to be going for a walk. And her curfew was what, 11 o'clock? And she hadn't came back yet. Didn't know where she was, didn't know if she was in the car with him. So you know, mama panicked. All I can see is she laying somewhere cut up and we ain't gonna never find her. So I'm I'm panicking because I'm like, okay, I'm gonna call the girl to introduce her to the boy. She don't know what kind of car the band got or nothing. Didn't know his last name, so you know I'm freaking out. So I told him to go walk the dog because he was just pacing the house. So he went and walked the dog. So I'm sitting on the couch praying that she would come in before he got back. They met each other at the door. And all I heard, my mama said, and then the next thing, she came flying in the house up against the wall. <laughs> and I'm trying to get her to be quiet. And my mama said, your mama ain't said, Shonda, be quiet. And he took her and he picked up and he threw her down on the couch. I was like, oh my God. But that's bad as shut up. So then she called because Larry was gone. He had moved out. So she calls Larry to tell him what happened. And Larry said, what did you do? So then she got mad at him because she was trying to get Larry to come get her. That's my baby girl. You know. Not that day. Right. <laughs> so 
before your other daughter was born, how did you handle, how did the kids handle when they found out you were pregnant? What? How'd it handle? No, they, I was gonna say they were excited. Oh, okay, so they, they were excited, but um, I, I remember this moment. We were literally on the first floor of St. James Hospital in Chicago Heights. I was pushing her in the wheelchair. She had the baby, and her grandfather brought Marcus and Asia to the um, hospital, and they came running up the hallway, and they were like greeting us or whatever. And I remember I said to Asia, I said, "Asia, this is your baby sister. This is." Aaliyah Deborah Adlin. She has the same initials as you. Angel's face said, We got a picture. <laughs> somebody took a picture. We have that we picture. We have that picture right now. It's from the hospital on that person. Somebody took a picture. I don't know who it was. It might have been her dad or something. She, her face dropped. She was not happy with it. Somebody got the same initials as her. Well, I remember she did say um, before I had her, I'm not going to be the baby girl anymore. Ooh. She did say right. that, so she was concerned that her spot was being taken. Right. So how long did it take for them to transition with the new baby and how, uh, because of course you're putting more time in with the baby now. Right. How did that affect them? The son, it, our son to me, it didn't because he like, we were like holding her feet or whatever. He was like right there, like watching or like playing with her hand and doing stuff. He taught her stupid songs Sucks. before she was able to even talk. Like he was teaching all kind of dumb stuff. Like that was dumb. Okay. <laughs> stupid. But um it was it was just like he was like he was like a big old geek because he was like 12, 13 years old. Yeah, like, he was. He was a teenager, but he was like, he loved it. Asia. He used to sing You Are So Beautiful yeah. to me. And they used to sing it together. <laughs> she got older and he was like, sing it with me. And yeah. She's like, you know, she was doing a little baby song. And right, right. It was adorable. I loved it. But our daughter, I probably said, it took a, it took a little while for her to warm. She was like, she didn't show it, I don't think. But to like totally warm up, I think it took a little bit. Yeah, she helped. She, she, she really helped she Marcus help. Yeah. You know, she Marcus was her best. They were. Right. Um, so, you know, Marcus was with her. I let them help with the diaper and, you know, little things that made right. it for them to participate they didn't really i didn't i didn't see any issues uh there really. it wasn't until alia started my um youngest started talking and asia and her they always were bickering and that story goes on to this day they just the two of them they just they just bicker all the time and they talk about getting, but they're best friends now right. but they still bicker and they still talk about getting an apartment together Okay. Matter of fact, right after you do, I'm selling the house. Don't come back. <laughs> you won't find us. <laughs> we might be we might be next door to y'all. <laughs> Don't tell them you see me. <laughs> yeah. They bicker, but they defended each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. the biggest thing. These, these, this is a family of defenders here. They'd be like, like so furious with each other, and they'll still drop something to go defend the other one. They'd be like so mad, they'll still defend each other. Yeah. So we brought that. We brought that up because people don't recognize that when you already have children, and then when you get married to somebody else, and then you all have a child together, 
they don't, most of them don't think about how they're going to blend this together because especially the baby, the baby is going to be jealous because their spot is getting taken. And it have, even happened with us when we adopted David and our daughter was 23 years old and she was upset. She didn't live really? with us and she was in the Navy, yes, and had a baby, but she was upset because she wasn't going to be his baby girl no more. And she did not like David at all. <laughs> she was mad. She said, we did not ask her, could we adopt, we adopt a baby? <laughs> she was living in Florida. Ask her. Yes, that's yeah. what I said. <laughs> we did I not mean, ask her, could we adopt a baby? How many pampers is she got? <laughs> <laughs> she was more mad at him than she was with me. That was my baby girl. And I told her, you're going to always be the baby girl because yeah, this boy be, is the last it. one. <laughs> so when you see, me, you see me put a comment on, on Facebook, my one and only baby girl, that's why I have to keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, it took a minute, but I think and, and going through that uh, adoption process, that was one of the things they were saying, that when you bring in that extra baby, it does affect uh, the rest of the kids to an extent. But we didn't think it was going to affect us yeah. because she was grown. And not at home. Right. So, but it's, it happened anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Larry was like, I always wanted a brother anyway. Yeah, so that was, no problem that was nothing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, usually with, it's usually with the males. Like, we cool. It's like, we get, like whatever. Yeah, whatever. It'll cause an issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we prayed before me, me, well, before I even married him, me, Marcus and Asia had a little prayer list on the refrigerator and it said, um, we want, we pray that mommy get married. Mommy have another baby was number two. So they really didn't, they paid, prayed for it too. They were me. So okay. it is. <laughs> so. Uh, in your bio, it talked about uh, dealing with uh, married couples and uh, you know counseling and so on. Have you had to talk with a couple about blended families? Is that something you had to deal with over uh, time in your counseling? Yeah, um, you mean um, when I was the 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 couple that I was counseling um, didn't have children. So, no, I mean, um, in the, over the years, did oh, you? Uh, yeah, we've we've yeah. we've had we've had a uh, a couple or two come to us, and we kind of I guess it, it turned into counseling. It wasn't like official to a church, but yeah, we ended up giving like wisdom and stuff. Especially like with our our son, he married a young lady, and she had a child before they got married. So we've talked to him about you know, that, you know, yeah. So yeah, we have. So now, uh, I know you're close to emptiness. Have you all thought about when that time come, what are you planning on doing? Is that something you are already thinking about, that emptiness syndrome, or uh, you're not ready for that talk yet? No, we talk about it. We talk about it. Walking around naked and stuff. Yeah, we talk about it. We talk about it. We talked about business doing business plans and, and vacationing and vacationing. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, obviously, um, 
we we would we would you know miss our children, but um, it's inevitable. I mean, I, don't, I can't see somebody going through life and not ever become empty nester. Uh, I think it would be something for us to get used to because of uh, there's always been other people in the house. Yeah. Uh -huh. about it. We we have uh, probably the last year or two. We we sit down. We'll have longer talks and get to know each other even better. And you know, I'll, you know, best and 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 get to know her and and her likes and get to know Tina. So when we do. That, I, 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 a friend of mine, I, I, a friend of mine, legit, we worked together. He was just telling me stories. And I said to him, I'm not joking, I said, when your daughter goes to college, you're getting divorced. He laughed at me. And I, we, we ended up going to separate companies in construction. I reconnected with him about a year ago. He's divorced, engaged to somebody else. He got divorced after his daughter. Because I could just tell, because it's like, it's like, you know, Everything was revolved around his child, and then right. when the child left, he didn't like his wife. He didn't like her at all. So, and I could tell. So, I like her. She's cool. <laughs> Me personally, I've been a mother for 27 years. So, and I mean, I, I you know, dealt with the teenagers, two cycles of it. So, I'm, I'm excited about um, having my, since I was 20, I had my first child at 20. So I really didn't have my independence. So that's, I think, what I'm looking forward to. I love my kids. They're always welcome. You know, I'm looking at the backyard saying, let me put a jungle gym here so they can bring the grandkids, you know. So, I, you know, I know that I know, I know they'll be here. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to a little independence. Have, had you, have you thought about your emotions when the last one leaves? Yep. Um, she actually did leave for a week. I cried. I cried real bad. Eyes it's gonna happen. Huh? It's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eyes were swollen, looking at the room like, <laughs> you know, I'm just looking at stuff and just the memories just flood in. So I, yeah, I do know. Now, I'm close to, I, I feel I'm close to my kids. I love them to death. Um, so I know. This is my third. I, I, two of them, they've already moved. The first one, he moved. He was um, more independent and more um, strong -willed. strong willed And like he started to play, make rules in our home. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. So you can go. make rules in this house. So he makes rules in his own home with his own family now. Um, we have a great relationship still. Uh, my second daughter, she um, she moved out, and um, I cried after she moved. I cried, cried, cried. You know, um, she's here now um, temporarily. Um, you know, but when she moves, you know, it's still you just got the memories. I'm a memory person. Right. Yeah. It. It, it still hurts, but yeah, it took us a minute to get over David. I think I'm I'm over it. I don't think he is though. It's <laughs> the baby, yeah. Because <laughs> I've done it twice, so. <laughs> and, and I haven't been, I haven't been a father for twenty eight years. So, like, when the youngest does move, it's like, I know it's gonna be like, damn, it sucks, dude. Like that. Because to, to me, it went by fast. Because I, I, I still remember like things like it was. It seemed like it was yesterday. So, yeah. 
it's like you're happy and you happy and sad at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, but if they if 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 they're prepared for the world, then that that would that would subside my sadness because like even like right now, my youngest, I'm I'm teaching her construction. I just taught her how to pour concrete. I'm teaching her so she can be independent and if she can make it on her own. She ain't got to depend on no man. I'm good. I just don't, I never wanted my daughters to depend on no dude. Like, get it yourself. You know what I'm saying? Forget these dudes. <laughs> there you go. That's the idea of mine. Yeah, she know how to do it all. I have to tell her, don't, don't, don't uh, out, try to outshine your husband because your daddy yeah. knows you how to do stuff. <laughs> it feels pretty good. I can stick my chest out so my baby girl can handle that. <laughs> Like, yeah. do not say my daddy talking. No, don't do that to your yeah. husband. <laughs> Have him mad at me, you know? <laughs> it depends on the guy. Because when we got married, she was doing a lot of the man stuff. Like, we, like, by cabinet, she put the cabinet together. Her father taught her, go ahead. I don't care. I'm not a barbecue. She taught me how to barbecue. I don't care. So? <laughs> and I have barbecue since. So I'm good. <laughs> and this is awesome. <laughs> well, you know, we really appreciate this time. It's, uh, I'm sure everyone's going to enjoy this. Uh, and it's going to help. It's going to help change lives. That's the whole purpose of this, is to let folks know you can make it, no matter what you're going through. Uh, you know, just make sure, praying, praying, and praying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. That Pray without ceasing. Yes, 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 yes. And so that, and that's a good thing. So, um, so we thank you all for coming on. Uh, and this is thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Enjoyed you. Uh, and hey, we'll do this again. You know, maybe next time we can do it. You know, sitting out in the the back at the lake or something. I don't know. Well, we can do it live. You know, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. But it's good. So everybody, I thank you. Uh, Send in your uh, comments, comments, questions. You know, uh, make sure you subscribe so we can and then share make sure you share this and that'll allow other people to be able to hear what we just heard today so we thank you for being here and we just give god the glory for everything that uh, he's doing in our lives and so this is going to end another session and uh two hearts beaten as one we're crazy that's how it is But we thank you guys, and uh, we're looking forward to the next run. Uh, So we just give God the glory. Thank you.